AJ recall show on Utah's VFX. Finally, Friday! And I know there's those days where it's Taco Tuesday and Would You Rather Wednesday, Throwback Thursday. I think it should always be finally Friday because I don't care who you are. No matter how long it's taken to get to Friday, every time you're like, oh, yes, it's finally Friday. So I'm flying solo, in case you haven't noticed, by the lack of sound coming from the other side of the studio over the last 30 seconds. Wish McCall Taylor an early happy birthday. It's not until Tuesday, but she is out today because she is spending an extended weekend down in Vegas. She made it safely. Glad to hear it. Make sure you follow the McCall Taylor for all the shenanigans because I'm sure we know how much she loves the gram and her TikTok. She's going to be posting stuff. So her updates will all be across her social media. Speaking of uh, McCall Taylor, vacation time, right? That's why you got to get a job, paycheck, benefits, all that crap. But we were talking earlier this week. How do you know when a coworker is going to make it? And I don't know how it asks this, but I tell you something I would observe is when they first get here, do they go to the bathroom? Because I know that coworkers gets it. They're going to make it. Why does that make sense, AJ? You you want a coworker who's always going to the bathroom? They're going in as soon as they get to work. Yeah, because if you think about it, what they did was instead of going on their own time using the restroom at home, they waited till they got on the clock, and then they went to the bathroom. You know. Boss makes a dollar, I make a dime. That's why I poop on company time. I'm not going to you know, go up and ask him, but hey, just poop. That sounds like a quick way for me to no longer have a job. And they're like, hey, AJ didn't make it. He was asking inappropriate questions. I'm not barging into bathrooms, you know, like McCall does to figure out who's the person putting on the toilet paper the wrong way. But I'm, I'm going to make that observation because I know they get it. They, they want to get paid for doing their business. That, that employee is going to make it and, in fact, may, in fact, be my friend. That's what I did this morning. Five-minute commute. Could have gone. Would have put me behind a little, what, five minutes maybe just to use the bathroom? No, 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 no. Wait and come and get paid for it at work. Eh, that's thinking. Yeah, I know. I got gotcha. you. <laughs> Finally, Friday, the AJ and McCall show on VFX. Uh, <laughs> speaking of uh, getting paid to do things that are a bit ridiculous, I may have found, I actually found several dream jobs, but... The one show that we all binge on uh, Netflix, who wouldn't love to get paid for that? And you might be able to. And I know the phrase dream job gets thrown around a lot, but legitimately, I think I might have found a couple. Might have found a couple today. AJ Knight on VFX, the AJ McCall show. McCall gone for her birthday. Lucky her. But one lucky office fan will get paid $1,000 to watch 15 hours of the show. It's like 45 episodes. They're going to pay you $1,000, which is about $67 per hour. Not a bad rate, by the way. And that's it. You're going to have to fill out some forms, of course. you got to, you got to prove that you watch. But 1000 bucks for something I already watched or something I'm already going to do, that's a dream job. It's like saying, hey, AJ, we'll give you 1000 bucks for eating unhealthy for a week. <laughs> Done. Where do I sign? Now, the link to... To get signed up to apply is up on our uh, Facebook page and Twitter, Utah's VFX, because you got to apply by next Monday. Billy Eilish is a huge Office fan. If you haven't seen it, actually one of my favorite clips on YouTube is uh, Rain Wilson, who plays Dwight, goes over to her house to test her Office knowledge and finds out that she like watches it con- consistently. She gets up, goes to the bathroom, is watching the Office on the phone. And then he's like, oh, I'm slightly disturbed that you've chosen to watch us while pooping. But again, productive. I said, I know the coworker that's going to make it. Not that I'm going to ask, but I assume they f- show up quickly to the bathroom and get paid on to poop on company time as opposed to doing it at home. No, no, no. That's rookie.
That's rookie. It's Bush League. Come on. Grow up. 1000 bucks to watch 15 hours of Office. Get a Netflix gift card and some Office swag. I'm, th- I'm signing up. It's a dream job. Plus, who couldn't use an extra $1,000? It's like double tax season, right? Piece of cake. Yeah. I am not against body parts being admired. You know, beauty's in the eye of the beholder. That's the saying. And 10% of people have a foot fetish. I found that statistic out yesterday to each their own. I think we all knew that one. Maybe we accepted it. Maybe we didn't. Belly button fetish did not know was a thing. And oh my gosh, it kicked off a whole discussion for yesterday's debate at eight. Body parts exist. Are, yeah. And some are attractive and some are, you know, maybe under the radar. And then some I think we can all agree probably not. Yeah, this all spawns from AJ's lovely conversation with some stranger. <laughs> yeah, lovely conversation. About AJ how much AJ loves Carrie Walgren's belly button. I didn't even know she was in Rick and Morty and I love that show. So that just goes to show how much of a fan I am. <laughs> Here's the deal. Strange dude just was, sent me a message like, look at Carrie Walgram. Isn't she attractive? And I didn't say anything. And then he was like, oh my gosh, I love her belly button. I'm like, this conversation has gone completely the wrong way. This just got real weird. So then McCall was like, just send a thumbs up and he'll leave you alone. So I did. And then he sent the picture again. And he was like, what do you think of her sexy belly button? <laughs> what? Ew. And then that was completely Why are you saying weird, that? It was a weird day for body parts because then a friend of mine was like, you know what? I give up. I'm going to sell feet pictures. And they're like, good for her. But like, you go, Glenn Coco. Feet are not attractive. They can be cute. Don't get me wrong. They can be cute. The only time that they're cute is when they're like, oh, look, it's a little toe bean from a freaking cat or a dog or like baby feet. I'm like, oh, those are cute. Like, human <laughs> feet are like toes. Yay! Congratulations, you have toes. I'm so happy. I don't- yeah, toes. Yeah, toes. Avery, help us out here. Is there a, a body part, an, an unusual one, a different one you find yourself attractive to? Hi, there are some people out there that like that, but I mean, if you want to make money off of it, that's your choice. No, no, I'm not. Oh, I'm, I'm with I'm, it. I'm not against her doing it. I just feet isn't my thing, and then that belly combined with the belly button guy, not, yeah. which I don't feel like is an attractive yeah, body part whatsoever. It's like. No, I don't think so either. Do you think I could start selling pictures of my earlobe? I don't. Well, I, well, I was going to ask you, Avery, mean, is there an unusual body part you find attractive? Something outside of the toe. eyes, the given ones? Like uh, she has fleek eyebrows. Shut up. I mean, honestly, no, I don't have one outside of the uh, the regular norm. Oh, Just come on, norm. Avery, admit it. You're an elbow person. Elbows? Gross! Elbow? What? <laughs> what? It's so gross! Elbows are disgusting! Wait, okay, then which of those is weirder than Avery? The the belly button or the feet? Finding either of those attractive? Definitely the belly button. Yeah. Definitely the belly button. I just think that's so weird. How do you find the navel attractive? Like, (laughs) put my finger in there. Stop! It's just a belly button! Leave it alone! I, and you know, I stumble. Avery's mad because I stumbled onto his kink. He's he, he's big Gross. in the elbow. He's like, uh, once once we get into spring, Stop. you know, guys always say like, they're like, oh yeah, it's it's a uh, uh, sundress season. He's like, oh yeah, elbows. Gross. Ew. <laughs> Stop. What what McCall? What unusual body part are you attracted to? I know there's one. Look. I know there's one. You weirdo, you. Look, Dustin just like exists, and I'm like wreck my life oh hot damn this is my jam (laughs) i love that song keep it rocking tell the is this a good point to tell everyone that mccall was asked yesterday 
why she spends time with Dustin. And her second stop. answer was because no, I love it wasn't. him. That was her second you answer. Stop. I'm not going to say her first one, but it's stop. in the after show. That's what I'm going to say. And stop. it was hilarious. Dustin's literally my best friend in the entire world. Dustin is literally one of the most attractive humans in the entire world, and so I just love him. So what but does like his it for arms you? are what is, what is, his arms are really strong. Oh, he's like he just picked me up and threw me over he's his just, shoulder and just he's so attractive. Burst into the house. He's so attractive. I'm gonna be in Vegas, and he's not gonna be there, and then I'm like really sad now. I gotta tell you, so Ashley got her him. tattoo yesterday. <laughs> very very well done, by the way. Uh, her tattoo artist did a great job. Uh-huh. So she got it. So it's on like the it's on the backside of her right shoulder, and it kind of goes over right. her shoulder as well, like right. towards her collarbone. Uh-huh. I tell you, last night that shoulder was looking pretty good. Like the left one, I'm not interested, but that right one. Look, a, sh- a shoulder. Ooh. That right shoulder was looking pretty good. That's we're weird. Yeah, it's still not belly buttons though. Yeah, we're still above that and feet. Still not into feet or elbows. Yeah, elbows. Now, I'm a forearm kind of guy. Stop it! If you have forearms that look like you could just destroy mine in an arm wrestling, I'm not really interested in doing it anymore. I, it looks like you're wearing like a vest. Pass. An inflatable jacket. No, thank you. Inflatable. Popeye style. Yeah. If you look like you have tumors in your arms, I'm not interested. So Self-love then, McCall. Right, you love yeah. Dustin's arms. I got to tell I you, I just love Dustin's existence. Ashley's right shoulder is looking pretty good right about oh, now. Oh boy! <laughs> uh, two things. One, the video I made with the belly button messages does exist. It's on Facebook and Twitter. Utah's a VFX. It did teach their own. Like I guess I found out yesterday. Ten percent of people have a foot fetish. There's like twenty people in this building. So have yourself some fun. Divide how many people work with you by ten and figure out which ones it is. I haven't picked out the two yet. We start to do a little bit of research. And second, if you have a show where family members of your significant other can hear you, you start doting on her shoulder, just be prepared that everyone's going to be like, oh, okay, got it. AJ's got a shoulder fetish because that's all I heard yesterday. Yeah, that's how it goes. Now, it's natural to have something slip your mind. We get busy. You got kids. You got work. You get sick. Sometimes things fall through the crack. However, a little prep will get another dumb story for you because... uh, Saying something slipped through the crack for 23 years, I don't think is going to convince police officers very often. Let's just admit it to ourselves right now. We all have something we know we got to do, varying degrees of seriousness, and we've just been putting it off. AJ and McCall show on VFX. McCall gone for her birthday weekend long one. AJ and I hanging out with you. I I need to update my passport. I've needed to do that since it turned to 2020. It's now March. I've got, I finally did go to the post office like a week and a half ago. I have everything. I filled out the form. I have my, all my stuff gathered. Actually, all I need to do is get a picture taken, but I haven't done it yet because I want to get a haircut and I got to go get a haircut. So I it just become this whole day. I something really important. I need it for this year. I haven't done it yet. Guy in Louisiana got pulled over because he had expired plates and he said, yeah, I'm sorry, officer. I, I, I've been meaning to take care of them. It has just slipped my mind. And, 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 human condition happens, right? We all, have, we admit it to ourselves to start this off. There's something we've been putting off. The problem is this guy hasn't had his plates updated since 1997. So 23 years of forgetting. I'm only 30, but I'd like to think I probably had some free time in those 23 years. Just a thought. No reports yet of the charges he's facing, but that's the best excuse you can give us. Oops. Like if it is, 
I don't know anything about cars. It was quite the shock when everything was handed over to me as an adult. Insurance, tags, all that. Got to get that all figured. Heck, I got to get tags this year, I think. Oh, boy. Uh-oh. Okay, well, they won't be expired for 23 years. What's the grace period? Can I get a year? It'll be the first time I actually have to handle it myself. But 23 years? Whoo, that guy was in Louisiana, not Florida. AJ McCall at VFX. So here's the three headlines. Remember, flying solo today because I'm the guardian of the stories. A woman jokes about burning the food at a barbecue. Never okay. Especially, you know, instead of barbecue, you're operating a grill. You joke about that. I'm like, okay, maybe you shouldn't be anywhere near it. So someone pulls a gun on her. Maybe a little justified, just a little bit. Especially, you know, barbecue, you probably big, big one and you're waiting a little bit to get the food. Driver dressed as Spider-Man pulls up at an intersection. You know, with great power comes great responsibility, though. Uh, responsibility in this case was what he thought his uh, nether region was named. And he flashes someone else at the intersection. Now, I can't be sure, but I'm pretty sure that's not the real Spider-Man. That didn't sound like something he would do. And story number three, woman at a sandwich shop decided that her order was not right, didn't like it, took it back to get it a uh, refund for it. The problem is it was half eaten, so the, uh, <laughs> the employee said, yeah, we can't do anything about it. So she did the reasonable thing as opposed to arguing with logic and absolutely trashed the sandwich shop. Normally, my argument is they'll replace it for you. But even still, you don't get to trash the place. That's how a $5 sandwich becomes five days in jail, five months in jail, and probably a few thousand dollars in fines. Now, we got a little, little pre, little bonus Florida not the guy who told the cop, ah, my registration's expired because I've just been so busy for 23 years. Janice, before we get into these three full stories, what, what are you putting off? We all have something we're putting off. What are you putting off? Well, always going to the doctor. <laughs> you and I have that in common. It makes me so infuriated when we have to sit down and sign up for insurance because I need it, but I'm like, I'm never going to use this because, you know, I'm right? never going to go. Yep. Uh, it's, we, sh- we should probably make that a New Year's resolution to maybe go a little more often, Janice, just, you know, to, for the people around us. Once once in a decade. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your decade checkup. I think that's what they tell you to do. All right, we got yeah. three crazy stories. We catch the one from uh, Florida. We'll get you entered in for those Lava Hot Springs tickets. Okay. So the weather's getting nice out. That means, right, it's time for barbecue season. Well, a woman got together with some friends and family, so she joked about burning the food, which is never okay because it just, no, because that just ruined a whole barbecue. So someone responded by pulling a gun on her. (laughs) In fact, the other guest pulled the loaded gun from his pocket and said, I will kill both of y'all. It's not clear if, (laughs) if he or her were in charge of the grill or just really hungry. But I got to tell you, I can understand the thought process a little bit. Now, you should pull a gun. I'm not saying that. I can just say it a little bit. That is a little crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Story number two. A woman was stopped at a traffic light, went up next to her, pulled up Spider-Man. Who doesn't love seeing superheroes? The problem is this woman reported that Spider-Man then decided to expose himself while making an obscene gesture. Then Spider-Man drove off when the light changed. So, so much for great power comes great responsibility. Yeah, that one sounds a little too far-fetched. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, you know how it is. When you go to a restaurant and they get your order wrong, you're a little frustrated, and I can understand. And if it's a fast food place, you generally expect the fact that you can get it replaced and get your order right or even just a refund. Well, a woman went out to a sandwich shop, and they got her sandwich wrong. 
But the problem is when she went to turn it in for a refund, she'd eaten half her sandwich, all the fries, and they're like, well, you, if you have a complaint, you would bring it up earlier. So we just think you're trying to get a free refund. Lady wasn't happy about that response, so she responded by absolutely trashing the sandwich shop, which is how you take a $5 sandwich and turn it into a five-month <laughs> jail sentence. And sadly, that's the one that I'm going to vote for because that works fast food. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't had anything nearly that bad, right? Uh, no, no. Okay, no. well, you go final answer story number three? Yeah. Unfortunately, Janice, that one happened in California. Oh. No! <laughs> Sorry. It still happened. Uh, yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure it happens a lot. You don't get qualified <laughs> today, but you can always play Florida Not every weekday at 650. Awesome, thank you. Real quick, just because you said you worked to reach out, what's the craziest thing that's happened to you working in, in fast food? Probably my favorite. I used to work at Arby's, and we used to call them chicken fingers back in the day. Uh-huh. And then the woman comes in, and she's an older lady, and she says, and she's got somebody helping her. She's looking at the menu, and she goes, chicken fingers? I didn't know chickens had fingers. <laughs> <laughs> I was freaking funny. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta be honest, that sounds like something that McCall would say that she did way back, way back in the day. Thank you so much, Janice. Sorry you didn't win. Put a pin in McCall's crazy beliefs and some of my own. That's to come. AJ and McCall's show on VFX. McCall is gone. She's got a long weekend for her birthday. I know. How dare she? Fingers crossed since she's in Sin City, though. We don't find out that she has a story she's going to feature herself sometime next week, but we're down to the 50-50 shot. Now, I don't know if you heard earlier, Caleb, you can get paid 1000 bucks to watch like 15 hours of The Office, but everybody's seen it, right? So what's your favorite episode? My favorite episode is when Jim, Jim's doing the Pavlov experiment on Dwight. <laughs> the breath mint one is super good. I think my favorite yeah. Jim prank is the one with the... Uh, the Holy Grail, where he invents the Holy Grail and then forgets what happens to it. Yep. Oh, gosh. Okay, well, make sure you get signed. That link's on our social media, so you get signed up. Maybe you can make a thousand extra bucks. But right now, let's see if we okay. can catch the criminal from Florida, get you entered in for those Lava Hot Springs tickets and a VF-exclusive T-shirt. Okay. Okay, so there is two remaining stories. Story number one, nicer weather outright. Okay. Lady goes to a barbecue, and she jokes about burning the food, which is never okay because barbecue food is delicious, but it's sensitive. You mess it up. It's just not the same. Well, someone yep. else also had a problem with that. So the woman and her boyfriend who were joking about it got a gun pulled on him, and the guy said, I'll kill both y'all. Not clear who was in charge of the grill if the guy with the gun was just really hungry, but I can kind of oh, understand. <laughs> yeah, he's facing two counts of aggravated assault with a deadly weapon. And story number two, I... the uh, Spider-Man nickname, or the Spider-Man saying is, with great responsibility, with great power comes great responsibility. Unfortunately... For a woman who got st- uh, stopped at an intersection with Spider-Man, apparently great responsibility is what he nicknames his nether regions because the guy exposed himself, made a lewd gesture, and then when the light turned, drove away. And I think it's going to be kind of hard for police to track down someone who looks like Spider-Man. Story well, one or two, Caleb. I'm kind of... I mean, story number two sounds like he could be from Florida, yeah. but... It's so weird. I mean, it's so difficult because maybe it was someone crazy anywhere. Maybe it was yeah. in those places like New York or California where they had the people dress up. So it's tough. You know, barbecue season, eh, there's a couple places. It could be nicer weather. Arizona, California, Texas, Florida for sure. Yeah. Pulling a gun out of barbecue doesn't really seem like the best way to go about it. Like I said, I can understand yeah. a little bit. What I'm feeling store number one. 
Good news for you, Caleb. It is story number one. You are going to be our last qualifier for Lava Hot Springs tickets. Hang on the line. I'll get all your information. Okay. What can I say? You can't, you can't take it out. I didn't totally give him the answer, but I mean, I'm in the role normally of trying to help you out. So I, you can't completely take me out of it. Plus, you got to have respect for a fellow Office fan. I mean, if I could, I'd just quote the show all day. It's one of my brother's and I's favorite shows. And if you don't like the show, just try it again. Give it a season. <laughs> I bet you'd be willing to try it for a thousand bucks, right? Again, that link's on our social media, Utah's VFX. Caleb obviously has a good nose for sniffing out which criminal is the real crazy. That's Friday. And which is just the normal crazy. So we're going to get Caleb to stay on the line and see if uh, what he thinks of uh, a package I need delivered. I'm not trying to get anyone arrested, but McCall's in Vegas and other coworkers down in Vegas. I need a favor. Would they do it? No questions asked. Here's the deal. Caleb was nice enough to hang on the line to help me out here. Uh, fresh off of Florida, not. Now, I'm not trying to get anybody arrested, nor am I trying to take the fall, but I'm trying to get anybody arrested. But there's a package down in Las Vegas for me. Couldn't mail it here to myself in Utah. It's down with my brother. You know who also is down in Las Vegas? Well, one of our coworkers, my uh, name sharer, AJ, and the theme of call Taylor. She's on a long weekend for her birthday. Would either of them be willing to bring up the package? Like, Caleb, if if we're best friends, right? If I, you were wandering down to Vegas, I need to bring up a package. No question, Josh. Would you do it? I'd be curious. I might look in the box. Oh, Caleb. Come on. We're best friends, Caleb. You can't do that. But if, if it's one of my good friends, I'd trust them and I wouldn't open them. How far did that friendship go? I like Caleb's answer. Good to know. I'll put that pin in there for later, Caleb. Maybe I need you to make a run for it. It's not in a league. I just couldn't mail it to myself here down in Vegas. My brother's holding on to it. He's straighter as an arrow than I am. But if your friend said, hey, you ran down to Vegas. By the way, there's something down there. When you get, when you get a second, before you come back up, can you grab it for me? Bring it up. Don't worry about it. No big deal. Should get a chance, grab it, meet you at work, meet you at house, whatever. I need it. Would you do it? I think I would. McCall asked me to grab something for her. I'm putting this out here now. Hopefully she didn't hear it because she went, oh, well, actually, AJ, could you run and grab me some lumber? We're doing some more remodeling or some other crap with Dustin's siding business or her off project. I mean, grab some makeup or something. But yeah, I would do it. I don't know that I'm going to help producer Butters dig his hole that he asked us about this week, which has become our new inside joke. I gotta get arrested. I get pulled over. Do you think they'll do it? Utah's VFX all social media. You think that I can give him a call? No questions asked to bring package up that I need from Vegas. <laughs> and just because she's gone for a long week, it doesn't mean that she's totally absent from the AJ and McCall show. If you missed the after show yesterday, whoo, you missed a gym. One of her silly childhood beliefs. So let's be honest, I was the one embarrassed by my mom about corn and potatoes being starches not vegetables only for me to remember man i didn't know a whole lot about food there's another one that i as a child i believed so dumb what are the odds you think the cops are like on their way now to the vfx studios like all right aj's operating a drug ring let's just get this guy out of here now ironically enough let's get the headlines out so he can be in florida not on monday aj and we'll call on vfx there's a package for me down in las vegas that I haven't been able to get. Remember, I was supposed to go see my dad twice. Two different weekends. My girlfriend got a kidney infection. I got a sinus infection. We missed both weekends. Missed his birthday. Felt terrible. 
but it was two birds. I was going to pick up a package for my brother that's down there. Simple question. Friend asks you, you go, hey, hey, I got a package down there. We grab for Just bring it up when you get a chance. No questions asked. Would you do it? Fern, what, what, what do you think? Would you, I asked you. We're best friends. We hang out all the time on the show. Would you, would you go get it for me? Yeah, I'd do it, but I would want to know what's in it. That's, you know? That's probably I mean, I'm, not, I'm not smuggling drugs in for you, dude. Well, I, I mean, what if I told you, hey, there's nothing illegal in it. You're not going to get arrested. I just I haven't been able to get it. If you were a good friend, that would be good enough. It just sounds more and more suspicious the more I ask. Right? Like, hey, look, we're pals. I'm not going to get you sent to jail, right? I think it's the it's the location. If it was not Vegas, I was like, hey, there's something in Salt Lake, Ogden, Bill, Beaver, Fillmore. You'd be like, oh, okay, great. Vegas, you're like, whoa, 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 that's Sin City. I know what happens there, AJ. What do you got a package down there for? Uh, no questions asked. So our, all social media, you can answer that question. You can call be willing to grab that, grab the package down there for me. No questions asked. Yes or no? Utah's VFX. <laughs> Speaking of McCall, we miss her. She's gone to Vegas. Not just to pick up, not to pick up my package. It's actually not even at all why she's down there. She's celebrating her birthday, but her presence is not missed because if you haven't checked out the after show specifically this week, you've missed some absolute gems, including. This one from yesterday. So the new f- catchphrase besides yay snakes for the AJ and McCall show is want to dig a hole. And it was after producer Butters asked about it. So yesterday, this is what that whole question spawned. Six feet Do deep. Do you want to dig a hole? No. <laughs> about six feet deep. <laughs> Don't ask any questions. Do you want to crawl in it? So when people talk about like digging holes you. six feet deep. I always, growing up... Uh-oh. This doesn't sound good. This is from McCall's very sheltered childhood. Yeah, I can't wait to hear this. I thought that you just, like, schlunked people in it, so they were, like, standing up. So, like, if you accidentally dug something up, there would be, like, humans maybe buried, like, in your backyard standing vertically. That would be way more terrifying to find, by the way. I know. Finding like so, a dead person laying on their back is one thing. Finding a dead person head first, like, oh my, this is ridiculous. Head first? I was just, thinking their head was at the top. That's what I mean, because you're digging down, How so their head's going to be the first thing you run into. Hold on, we got to get cranes oh, yeah. so we can put this in. Oh, that'd be so terrifying. Okay, like, hold is still. it just a head, and then you got to like dig down further, and that's I wouldn't, just what but I then thought. I just thought that that's how it went. Wow. Why did you think that they dug Because I'm soul? stupid, okay? <laughs> I don't have a good reason. Was this the person that uh, paused the song and thought that they paused? They they yeah. stopped playing Same their person. song for you? Same person. Yeah, okay. That's me. Hi. Hello. McCall My name's Taylor. McCall Taylor, yep. and I am dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Is there anything more terrifying? Could you imagine that? They dug standing up. I mean, again, fine. Dig, coming upon a dead body, thank goodness, not something I've ever done nor hope to do. But head, like, that's the first thing you find would be the head. That'd be absolutely terrifying. Now, it, you know, it's not fair to pick on McCall since she's not here. And what I realized is my family did a terrible job after having this conversation with McCall educating me about food. Because there's another childhood belief I'm not proud to admit I held on to until I was a teenager. AJ and McCall show on VFX. McCall gone for her birthday, celebrating a long weekend. And I got to know, so she she got this whole thing started off in the after show where she talked about how she used to believe people were buried standing up. Okay, you haven't missed the after show this week. It's been great. Utah's VFX.com. Parents, 
she formed that opinion on her own, and hopefully she learned quickly. I don't, she didn't tell us we were busy laughing whether or not her parents correct her. She just kind of figured it out eventually. But parents, like, do you feel bad when there's something that's concocted maybe to help you when it comes to parenting, and you send the kid out to the real world, and then you forgot to, like, oh, by the way, this piece of information needs to be altered before you embarrass yourself. Like, again, so the big one for me, my mom, in an attempt, and I understand why, but in an attempt to get me to eat better as a kid, told me that potatoes and corn weren't vegetables. They were starch, and that's why we couldn't pick them as the vegetable all the time. Otherwise, I would have never chosen green vegetables as a kid as our vegetable of the night. The thing is, when you send me out into the world and then don't correct it, then, you know, at the age of like 28 and 29, I go on the radio and we have this whole discussion about favorite vegetables in the United States. And I say, yeah, they're not actually vegetables, corn and potatoes, because they were voted one and two. And then I look like a moron. You feel bad about that? Because like that's, that's kind of on you, Mom. You didn't correct me before you sent me out into the real world. I thought of another one. I'm not proud of this. And I was laughing at McCall, and then all of a sudden, like a repressed memory, you probably did something stupid, and you put it away, and then for whatever reason, you're laying trying to sleep at night, and your brain's like, hey, remember this? You're like, why did we bring this up? Like, I had forgotten it. So you know, like, there's onions, and then you know what, like, a clove of garlic looks like? <laughs> I'm not proud to admit, I think it's about home ec class, middle school, high school era. I thought that garlic came on the inside of an onion, and that's why it looked that way. Because it's got like that white bulb, kind of looks like the outside of an onion. Not a yellow one, but and I was like, oh yeah, so you open up an onion, and inside's a clove of garlic. That's how you get garlic, because you know, they're both spicy and seasoned. I don't know. <laughs> way too long did I believe that. And I'm not so sure that that is worse than believing people are buried standing up. Oh, boy. We really do believe some weird things. Like, new policy. If I ever do have kids, 18, I, I'm gonna keep, I got to keep a list. I'm going to keep a list of things I use. I'm like, 18, I'm going to send them out. Like, here's everything you need to be corrected before you go out and embarrass yourself. Keep a list. That whole buried, by the way, standing up thing from our after show from earlier from a call. Again, utahsvfx.com came because our new catchphrase is, want to dig a hole, which came from producer Butters. But, you know, he was offered us a chance to make some extra money. Perhaps not the most unusual way to earn some extra bucks, but I have a feeling there's some out there, including a coworker who told me one of the ways his family paid him some money, one of the first ways he earned some dollars well, when he got a little bit older, and I, <laughs> it's one of the funniest things I've ever heard. <laughs> you hope to find and you work to find a career in something you love, right? Because the saying is, do something you love, you never work a day in your life. AJ and McCall's debated eight on VFX. McCall's off for the long weekend for her birthday. The truth of the matter is, though, that may take a long time. Maybe you change, and it, we all need money. You got to pay the bills. You got to feed yourself. You got to provide housing, all that. And so sometimes along the way, maybe you'll pick up a weird job here or there just to make some cash. And this whole conversation started earlier this week, become our new catchphrase, where producer Butters walked into the studio and asked McCall and I, hey, you want to make some extra money? You want to dig a hole? <laughs> Which I would put, I put a little bit weirder than me asking someone to bring back a package from Vegas, no questions asked. Just a little bit. A little bit. Suspicious. But hey. Not against manual labor. Nothing against it. Making some money. And then it ramped up. <laughs> it ramped up another notch yesterday when I found out a coworker 
One of the first ways he made some money, he was a little bit older, as he used to have a job for his family with his limited video experience, censoring movies, editing out specific body parts. Yeah, we're back to body parts for the debate at eight. Editing out specific body parts so that they didn't have to worry who saw the movie, (laughs) which is the noble cause. Makes total sense. You don't want to see. You don't want to see it. That's fine. I didn't know it was a thing, but I was like, that's kind of a unusual way to make money when you think about it because you're specifically going through basically looking for nudity and be like blur censor black bar all right cut this scene out so he was basically a nudie find <laughs> then he, he did something with it afterwards but you got to hunt down the nudity first and that was one of the ways he made money and i thought that's a pretty unusual way to make some cat i mean janice don't you think don't you think that's a, weird, a little bit of a weird way to make some money <laughs> Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yep. So, I remember those movie days. Oh, yeah. So, is there ever a weird thing you've done for friends or family for a few extra bucks? Oh my gosh. That's so weird. There's a neighbor used to come around and clean out window wells, but I think my first job was an iron on stuffer. That was the, the term because we used to have an iron on place out over in like Millville, Young Ward area in Cache Valley. And when I was like 12 years old, they're like, hey, come put these iron-ons in plastic bags, and then they staple them and sell them in stores. Now nobody does iron-ons, but it was still pretty weird. Hmm. Interesting. An interesting skill to have. I can tell you, when it comes to weird jobs, I did a couple weird ones in college. A little weird. Including one that almost got me. I think it's not a scam, but it's kind of a scam in college. They advertise, well, yeah, make $17 an hour. Yeah, doing the worst job ever. I'll get that in, uh, next, but... What was what's a weird job you did for money? Could have been a one-off. Maybe you did it for a little bit, didn't like it. Utah's VFX, all social media. Utah's VFX is AJ McCall. Who's this? Hi, this is Maggie. I'm just calling about the funny cash thing yeah, for well, money. What was your funny job? So I have this app. It's called Fiverr. I don't know if you've heard of it before. Uh-huh. But um, anybody can download it, and it's like freelance art or whatever you can sell. And people will contact you, and they will have requests for you to do. And then you can um, charge them a certain amount, like whatever you want. You oh. can be like, hey, I'll do this for $10, $20, whatever. And I, I'm a model, so I'm like, oh, maybe some people want some photo shoots. I'll just pay for a photographer, whatever. And I got this really weird request one time that this guy wanted me to blow balloons on camera until they popped. And he wanted specifically eight and then he wanted a specific type of balloon that said happy birthday it was so weird and i was like i'm sorry like i don't know if i can do this so you didn't do and it he, no i ended up like I, I i got like too weirded out because he got really really specific like when we got more into the conversation and i'm like i don't know like this is weird and so i had to like block him <laughs> if you don't mind me asking what was he gonna pay you for it he was only going to pay me, like, 10 bucks, but for, like, eight balloons and, like, to run to the dollar store and go pick, pick it up. I was like, this is too much for me. <laughs> but it was, like, a video recording. I'm like, I don't think I have enough breath to do that. <laughs> I might run out of breath. And he's just like, if it makes it easier for you, then you can just um, take the, the video separate. And I was like, oh, my gosh, this is too much. Like. <laughs> You got to do what you got to do to make some cash sometimes. Now, nobody's talking about illegal things. Like, I don't need more heat on me that people put on me after saying, hey, I got a package down in Vegas. Can somebody deliver it? No questions asked. AJ McCall's debated eight on VFX. But the truth of the matter is, you know, sometimes you just got to make ends meet. And that means you do a weird job here or there for some cash. 
I, my first paid job I think my family ever got, I moved <laughs> bookshelves and and stuff for a company, and I got it because I had to pay back my mom for concert tickets I didn't use. Weird. It was the first gig they ever got me. I was like, oh, great. I had the cash in my hands. I remember looking at it thinking, ah, 70 bucks is a lot of money, and then all gone. I was like, this was stupid. <laughs> Producer Butters asked, we call it if we want to dig a hole to make money. Coworker had to censor movies for his family. That's how he made some cash. <laughs> One of the more unusual ones I've stumbled across. Uh, Lindsay, you got an opinion on that? What do you think about the censoring thing? There's actually good money in that. Really? Yes. I had a friend that I uh, went to high school with that did that out in Salt Lake. Well, maybe I should look into that then. I don't know anything <laughs> about video work, but huh. Yep. Plus, you get to put on your resume that you're a nudie hunter. <laughs> I'm calling that as soon as he comes in today. The weirdest job I almost had. I don't know if they do it here at USU. When I was at, when I was at Purdue, they always put up these flyers that was like, do you like to travel? You can make $16 an hour. Now, remember, at this time, minimum wage was like $7.25, which what is, I think the federal's still there, $7.50 or whatever it is. And I was like, oh, man, 17 bucks? That'd be awesome. So I took the information down from Flyer, made a phone call, got the whole interview set up and everything. So I'm sitting in my apartment on campus, going to go to the meeting here in like half an hour. My roommate comes home, asks me how things are going. I'm like, oh, I'm going to go interview. I sound this Flyer, man, 17 bucks an hour. You think all this stuff we could do? Like, Because we are broke, broke, broke. Dude, no, don't do that. Why? Why would I not do that? It's 17 bucks an hour. You're going to sell vacuums door to door. What? No way. He goes, yeah, it, people have gone to that meeting. It's a scam. They don't tell you what it is on purpose because no one wants to go door to door trying to sell a vacuum. Really? Yeah. Okay, hard pass. Not going to do that. <laughs> Can you imagine that trying to sell it? Maybe, maybe. I don't know. I'm not the most cleanly person, so I don't know how I'm going to pitch it, but you're going to go door to door selling vacuums? I don't care how good the money is. Pass. Walk around lugging that thing up and down. It was this close to interviewing basically for a timeshare and be like, oh, this is what we're doing? Yeah, no, I'm definitely not going to do that. Walk out the door. <laughs> I used to take surveys in college too. I, I It's funny because you take surveys long enough, you forget even what you did. I did ones for Bacardi. I was a survey person for them for a while. Didn't get any free product. That kind of sucked. I did get free Hot Pockets once, which came in dry ice. And the fact that I got paid to answer questions after eating free Hot Pockets was cool. But the best thing about it was getting the dry ice. I played with it in the sink for like an hour afterwards. A sign of how truly broke I was. When I was unemployed, I took surveys and answered everything from violence on uh, in cartoons to uh, my workout habits. Oh, man, it was a sad and depressing time. What weird thing did you do for cash? Because if you're looking down on your luck and you're thinking, I don't know, AJ, your friend that sold feet pics. Now there's that guy that was asking about belly buttons. Maybe it's about time to go that route. Whoa, wait, 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 wait. I know I said earlier, Dream Jive gets thrown around a lot. And the office one, you can watch 15 hours of office to make a thousand bucks, that application is already on our Facebook page, Utah's VFX. There's another one out there. There's another dream job, I kid you not. And I think it would be kind of a weird way to make some money. Whether you censor the movie so your family can enjoy, deliver packages, no questions asked, hey, you gotta make money. AJ and McCall's debated eight on VFX. What weird way did you do so? In a B-dubs in high school, I once made five bucks drinking a whole cup of medium sauce. Easiest five bucks I ever made. I don't want to fall, throw around dream job too loosely. There's already the office one, right? Getting entered in, trying to be the person who gets paid a thousand bucks to watch the office. You could get to live in a B-dubs. 
where I drank the hot sauce, actually where I'm getting dinner tonight. They're doing a contest where uh, four, four fans for March Madness will be able to live in a B-dubs. They will fly you out there, give you a bunch of gift cards. Of course, there's free drinks and food the entire time. you got to submit on social media why you are the ultimate uh, March Madness fan. B and B dubs contest, but I get that right there. Living in a restaurant, heck yeah. There's like almost no place I wouldn't live for some money and free food. Like, why would I not do that? I don't know what the sleeping arrangements are going to be, and I hope that they maybe they put you up at a hotel when it closes. But even if they don't, have you really not slept on a floor before? I know B dubs and restaurants is maybe maybe gets a little gross in there every once in a while with spills and stuff. But you can't tell me you haven't slept in worse places. Camping. If you're in any kind of athletics or music contest and you had to travel for high school. I remember one time we were taking a bus back from, it was like a three hour ride on the bus and someone bumped the emergency door that's in the back that has that big red light over it. So for three hours, all you heard was, <laughs> couldn't do anything about it. Nothing would change it. I'm, I'm, this, I'm in. I'm absolutely going to do this. Uh, you get to live at a beat ups. It's going to be in Chicago, first two days of the tournament, plus you'll get airfare and $1,000 in gift cards. That's money right there. That's gift cards, money. That's why I asked for them for Christmas. That basically counts as money because it saves me money. That is dream job right there. I'm going to sit, watch sports, eat wings, get paid for it and fed for it. I'm in. There's never been any, I mean, as much as I love doing radio, this is my career. That's my dream job. And that would be the greatest story ever, how you made money just one time. One off. Oh, it would be the best. What weird way did you make money? You don't want to. T- you don't want people to know. Maybe you caved and finally decided yesterday. You know, AJ said he's got a friend selling feet pictures. I'm in. Send us a message on social media. Utah's VFX all social media. Nothing's gonna be weirder than me than the selling feet pictures. Plus, nothing's gonna be funnier than me. I think. I think than the coworker who censored videos. Now, apparently, that's a whole thing. So maybe it's something to look into as well. You'd be a nudie hunter. For the debate date on VFX. Speaking of food, there's a new trend in restaurants that I know my sister-in-law, who is in the culinary industry, absolutely hates because it defies the point of going out to a restaurant. Speaking of food, though, there's a new trend in restaurants that my uh, sister-in-law, who's in the culinary arts, absolutely hates. It's one of my brother's favorite places, but I never get to go because my sister-in-law says it's always like work, and it's those places where you can go and they give you everything and then you can cook your own food right there. And she always says, I hate doing it because since I'm the chef of the family, we go there and it's always on me to cook, which is not the point. I'm not working at the restaurant. You're supposed to cook your own food. But it raises an interesting question. I guess the experience would be interesting because how often are you going to have, I don't know, weird meats like zebra or whatever they have there. But why? Like if you're going to cook, like just do it at home. Why do you need to go out somewhere to cook? I, I, it's pointless. So the question becomes, like, is this trend going to catch on? Like, what other things should you not be allowed to do or not have to do when you go out and do it yourself? Amanda, what do you think? Definitely. I know my husband's a mechanic, and he always has people trying to be like, well, oh, gosh. you know, if I buy the part, can I just come in and use your shop to do the work? <laughs> no. <laughs> That's how it works. <laughs> yeah, he's like, uh, No. <laughs> Oh yeah, we have all the equipment. We have all the yeah. You're you're fine. We're not even gonna watch it. Just go ahead, jack it up. We're gonna take a lunch actually. So if anyone comes in, just tell them that's where we're at. What? No, no. 
Another one that's come up as well is a uh, consistent comment on our social media, Utah's VFX, which you can do as well, that a lot of people really don't like. It's the self-checkouts at the grocery store, which I can totally understand. Oh, man, those things are a nightmare, especially if you don't know your favorite fruits. And they've gotten a little bit easier at the stores I use. But I think Bill Burr said it best. He's like, I go up to it. I stand there for three seconds. Comedian Bill Burr. I stand there for three seconds. If nobody says anything, I walk out. They go, you can't do that. Yes, I can. I don't work here. What are you going to do? Dock me tomorrow shift? Oh, man, I remember. This is so stupid. Don't do this. But grocery shopping is a lot easier. When no one is around, right? You don't have to worry about bumping into people. You have your time. The aisles aren't crowded. There aren't a whole bunch of Karen just standing in the middle of the aisle. And you're like, oh my gosh, just please get out of the way. So my roommate and I in college, because we messed up our sleep schedules entirely, would go at like 3 o'clock in the morning. The problem is we shop like college kids did, which is we'd buy a bunch of groceries. It lasts us for a month and a half. We'd eat fast food for two weeks and be like, all right, we got to go get groceries because this is getting expensive. And we'd buy all this, microwave pizza, pizza rolls, all the quick things. And so we'd go spend like $300 at groceries. But when you go at 3 a.m. in the morning, there's no people there. So you got to go through checkout with $300 worth of stuff. And it's a nightmare. It's like, nope, no, never again. No more self-checkouts. Can you imagine tattoo? What if this, what if this catches on? It's your own, build your own experience. Cook your own food. Repair your own car. Give yourself your own tattoo. Oh boy, I hope not. We'll find out who the most annoying parking spot is this week in the Valley with Park Narks on VFX in about an hour. So go to our social media, Utah's VFX, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Vote for which one just sends you in such a rage. Because this is the only cases where stitches don't get stitches. They get rewarded because nobody likes crappy parking. So vote for which one's the most annoying so that our narker will win apple spice. Find out in about an hour. So coronavirus going on. Uh... There's state of emergencies. Events are starting to get canceled. It's funny. Mountain West tournament's going on in Vegas uh, where USU's down, and there's been some concerns about other tournaments going on. Um, other our Concerts in the 411 have started to be canceled. And if you <laughs> missed it this week, McCall, I think, has said it best. Just calm down, right? It's, it's not as bad as the flu. There's other things that people choose to do that are not good for their health, but they're freaking out about the coronavirus thing. Well... Yesterday, I was joking about the fact that uh, hand sanitizer on Amazon and eBay, the prices have absolutely skyrocketed. Like, that could be your retirement plan right now. Go buy it in bulk and then sell it at trumped-up rates and retire. (laughs) Somebody messaged actually yesterday, too, to tell us that uh, I think the Southside Walmart, toilet paper specifically and hand sanitizer were running low. Toilet paper especially. So, you know, McCall said, it's stupid. People need to quit overreacting. So the question comes up, okay, shouldn't be raiding the shelves. People are overreacting. What would you raid the shelves for? There wasn't a whole lot McCall would would go for. She, yeah, well, I'll figure it out. Either that or I'll just die and it's not my problem anymore. So the, the question becomes, do you have enough food or materials in your house to last, let's say, a week? Something really bad happens. you got to stay inside for a week to try and let it blow over, and then you can pick your life back up. Could you do it? Palmer Home Furnishing Pole of the Day. I'm proud of Utah. Exactly two-thirds, 67% of people said, yeah, there's enough food and materials in my house that I could make it a week. I'm proud of it because I couldn't. Three days, maybe. Trying to be more responsible as a shopper, especially with all the criticism of the, the self-checkouts we just heard. I think about three days could make it. I did get toilet paper before the big boom. It makes it feel great, though. right? It's like when you get gas and all of a sudden the price shoots up. You're like, oh, that feels awesome. Let's say I got toilet paper and all of a sudden everybody's buying it. I was like, oh. 
Whew, maybe I didn't buy enough, but I got some at least before everybody started buying all of it. <laughs> but I, I'm not surprised because when I moved here to Utah, I'm not surprised people can last a week. I'd never heard of case lot sales. I've heard of buying in bulk, but man, here, it's a, it's a serious, serious thing. We got it covered. You can buy like peanut butter, which I did because it was on sale and we use it all the time. I got like a, a carton of that. It's going to last me for a year. Maybe if I just stick my fist in that, maybe I could make it a week if I'm just going to eat fistfuls of peanut butter. 67% though, I'm proud of you. You could survive the impending zombie apocalypse we do all know is coming. Maybe the coronavirus is the precursor to that. Warehouse pricing on furnitures and mattresses conveniently located just off 10th West, 8th North, 753-1738 is the number to call. I think when it comes to surviving in uh, inside, Alex said it best. He said you have to have a week's worth of supplies if you have kids. Can't go out. You got to have them ready. She said, I know some families struggle to keep food in their pantries. I was there at one point. However, there's always something I need, even though I think I'm all set and that the worst times I need it. That's the case. Don't give in to cravings. But if you're going to stockpile, right? Get your doomsday thing going. Build up your case slot, whatever it is. Be prepared to last in there for a week. You're going to have some money to do so. Good news, bad news. Banks got together. Decided they were going to break down exactly how much money you needed to be happy in the state. Good news is we know what the, the information is. Bad news is, I ain't think we're there. Tell you what the numbers are next. As if we all need a reminder, yeah, thanks, we don't make enough money. AJ and McCall show out VFX. McCall gone on a long weekend for her birthday. Happy early birthday to her. AJ Knight with you. Uh, study was done to find out how much money you need to be happy in all 50 states. Now, I know the saying is money can't buy happiness, but it's basically... You're going to take, you know, cost of living, your expenses, cover that, and then some so you could have basically a stress-free situation. You know, a nest egg, so if anything comes up, you're covered. Which is something we should all strive for, right? You should strive for ability to save money to keep yourself protected and insulated in case anything bad happens. It's a good idea. Good news is we know the figure. The bad news is apparently I'm not even close to happy. So there's three categories. Salary for your, uh, you need for emotional well-being. I think that's so you're... You're functioning. It's how you need for life evaluation. So you can you'll be fine, do things you want to, and then it's how you need to be happy. So for Utah, for the bottom category, for your, just your emotional well-being, so you're not feeling terrible and like panicking all the time, 58 to 73,000. For your life evaluation, 92. And to be happy in Utah, you got to make over 102,000. So this is study. It's done with science. So what I'm thinking is we take this. We all collectively go in our boss like, look, I am not happy, and science says so. <laughs> oh, boy. Like I said, like we all need a reminder. You know, thanks. I don't make enough money. Appreciate it. <laughs> oh, boy. This uh, weekend is daylight savings time, which means, you know, we're not going to set our clocks back, and they're all going to be wrong for about six months. But that's not the only thing we're not going to do. This uh, weekend, there's uh, three other tasks you're supposed to do around daylight savings time, you know, to coordinate that I'm pretty sure no one's going to. This weekend, daylight saving time starts once again, which means we're all not going to change our clocks, right? But apparently that's not the only thing we're not going to do this weekend. There are four tasks that supposedly you should set with daylight saving time so you remember to do them because they're not something you necessarily need to do all the time. So there's change your batteries, your smoke alarm. Not going to do that. Not batteries in my smoke alarm. Restock your emergency kit. Don't have one. Though, again, kudos on the poll today. 67% of people said they had enough supplies and food in their house to live for a whole week. Power to you. I'm respect. 
Three, clean out your fridge, pantry, and medicine cabinet. It's a good time to declutter those. Might actually get to that one, maybe. And finally, four, flip your mattress because it's supposed to be done twice a year to avoid avoid irregular wear. What are the odds you're going to do any of those? Not at all? Because I'm thinking not at all. I think we're all on the same page. What would help you not have to do any of those, specifically the clock one, is what day it is today. Because if it's not on, you don't have to worry about what time it is. This weekend, it's daylight savings time. Unfortunately, for McCall means that she's going to have to spring her clock forward and lose out on an hour of her birthday weekend. And I know, the memes are coming. You're going to be oh, crap, I forgot. Because in this age, anything that doesn't reset itself automatically, probably not worth resetting. But you know how you can avoid all that? Unplug the phone. Today's national day of unplugging, and by phone I mean clock, but if you just unplug it, guess what? You don't have to worry about resetting it, nothing, it'll be wrong, who cares, it'll flash noon, it'll be great! Because unlike those other clocks, it'll at least be right twice a day. The other ones are going to be an hour off the whole time. So, do it. Just unplug it, and then don't worry about it. I, t- I can't do that, though. I do. <laughs> There's one clock I have to manually reset, not the car, not the stove, not the microwave, it is my alarm clock. When I first started working here at VFX, I got here in January, I think in March, two, two days in the same week, I could not hear my phone go off and I came into the show late. And ever since then, I had to dig out my old alarm clock and McCall, producer butters, give me crap about it all the time because they go with their phones because, you know, nowadays you can put everything on your phone and I can't do it. I have an old alarm clock. It doesn't even work all that well. Like, so if you slide the button over to turn the alarm on, there's a light that's supposed to turn on. And sometimes the light's like, eh, no, 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 no. It's this fun game we play. Where we're like, is my alarm actually on? And I have to look and make sure the dots lit up before I go to bed. I have some panic attacks sometimes. I can't wake up to my phone, though. It just doesn't work. So unplug it. Don't worry about daylight. Just unplug everything. It'll be great. Phone, clock, stove, the brakes. You'll be fine. <laughs> We're going to find out who wins Park Narcs. That's coming up in about 15 minutes or so. We're going to find out what is the most annoying parking spot in the Valley, and the Narcs going to win Apple Spice gift card. Before then, though, all week long, we had people qualify for Florida or not. They all get a VF-exclusive T-shirt, but which of our five qualifiers actually gets to go to Lava Hot Springs? We will find out after Harry Styles. And my dream job, living in a B-dubs, being paid to eat, perfect. You know someone who I think takes it just as seriously? A group of Penn State kids who had a candlelight vigil for their favorite fast food restaurant. It's important stuff. Food is important. Stuff is important. The dream, you want to hold on to it. Which is why I completely understand why Penn State students came back from their uh, spring breaks to find out that a <laughs> Taco Bell had been knocked down. It was located in College Avenue and State College officially closed its door last week's and on Sunday night this past weekend, students held a candlelight vigil, which is a bit ridiculous. But here's Taco Bell was my college food of choice. When I hung out with my friends, that's where we went. It was delicious, fairly cheap. It was convenient. I'm not going to say that we wouldn't have done the exact same thing if for some reason our Taco Bell had been closed. Would have been sad. Would have been heartbroken. In fact, I read an article today. There's a hot dog stand in my hometown called Dog and Suds. Old-fashioned hot dog stand. There's very few of them left. There's an article circulating on Facebook today saying it closed, and I clicked on it with a bunch of curse words because when I go home, it's one of the places I make sure to go to only for it to say, you've been pranked, it's not closing. I was like, oh, you. Mm. Internet, testing me today. Testing me today. You know, when I have people visit the Valley, 
family, friends. The first thing I always tell them is don't take Main Street. <laughs> AJ Knight at VFX. The AJ McCall show. McCall's gone for a long weekend for a birthday. So, if, like, my parents have driven it a couple times because my brother's in Vegas, so it's been a lot easier to visit the both of us in one trip. And I tell them every time, remember, as soon as you can't get off Main Street, because it's a nightmare. Everybody takes it. Right now, some construction. It's, just, it's obnoxious. What I'm glad I'm not going to have to tell them, like, my coordinate plans with a buddy who's supposed to be here in a couple weeks. It's less worried about parking because the AJ and McCall show has been cleaning up parking two spots at a time. Now, I want to thank everyone who submits their Park Narc nominees, which you can safely, please do so safely. Utah's VFX, all social media, because Monday we'll pit two more against each other. I want to thank everybody that gets that submits theirs because the nominees, of course, go head to head and it's up to the vote. Everyone decides who found the most annoying parking spot on our social media. Because last week we had a pretty lopsided winner. Or two weeks ago, excuse me. And, and this week, it's a clean sweep. One of the nominees took every single vote. So maybe something to keep an eye out next time you're looking for a Park Narc nominee. So the nominees were number one, which is a truck that looks like it's at a church parking lot who is parked perpendicular behind two cars who are parked correctly. So not only is this jerk parked wrong because it's not a spot there in the part where you drive, they're also blocking in two people. That's nominee number one. You have to stay in there. And then there's nominee number two who apparently was just absolutely confused by all the lines. Found them at least, unlike nominee number one, but basically just took up six parking spots and just like, hey, at least I'm here. That's everyone is inferior to me. I get all the spots. The clean sweep goes to nominee number one. Congratulations, every single vote. VFX's Facebook roulette now, of course, I'm going to win and it's going to feel great. But a reminder that to play... Normally, AJ Knight, McCall Taylor, you'd add us on your Facebook pages. We scroll our feeds, and whatever we land on, we're going to like, comment, and share. No competition today as I scroll, and I spin, and I stop, and I land on Erica, <laughs> who shared a compilation of posts for uh, kids getting upset, like, here's a kid sitting on a book, and the caption says, life is super tough when you can't pick up the book you want because you're sitting on it. The Golden Gate Bridge isn't actually golden. The kid looking at it, but actually throwing a temper tantrum in the parking lot. And much, much more. Kid logic. Wonderful. The AJ Knight, the McCall Taylor across all social media, especially for McCall. So she started her long weekend for her birthday, which is Tuesday. So wish her a happy birthday. And of course, you can find her on all social medias. I'm sure she'll be documenting plenty of shenanigans of hers. But find us Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat. TikTok, the agent I theme McCall Taylor. Do so for Utah's VFX as well. It's how you participate in things like the poll of the day, park narcs. It's also how you get entered in for a ceremony blanket giveaway. We do those all the time. Gave one away just right before Valentine's Day. So the only way to get entered in, Utah's VFX, all social media. The next chance you'll have to win is going to be lunch with listeners. If you haven't found out from today, food is important. That's why every month we give away free food. We'll be at Jack's Wood Fired Oven. Three weeks from yesterday. And if you want to go, in fact, it'll make you really popular as well because you get to bring a guest all on the house. Utah's VFX.com. It's under the contest section. It's also where you can find the blogs like AJ's blog, which will be updated today. The podcast, the music news. You can stream us online, find links for the app. They're all there. Or you can search for the podcast 
anywhere they are, like iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio app. Just search for AJ and McCall. I would say don't do anything we wouldn't do, but with McCall at Vegas celebrating her birthday, you got kind of a longer window today, this weekend. So how about don't do anything that gets you on Florida and not? Enjoy your weekend. And until Monday, thanks for listening to AJ and McCall at VFX 94.5, 98.3.